Virtual System Podcast, episode number 29. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Virtual Assistant Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And this, my friends, is the podcast devoted to you, the small to medium-sized business owner, to help you learn how to become more effective, more efficient, more productive in everything you do by delegating tasks that you don't want to do to a virtual assistant. Yep, that's it. That's what this show is all about. And folks, welcome back to another episode where I'm going to share with you a little bit more from my journey, some exciting things happening here at gspn.tv world headquarters and podcastanswerman.com and and uh, just being a good son, you know. So today, um, it is, uh, well, I'm taking a look here. And, and by the way, I, I'm looking at my show notes. Did I, abs- did I accidentally just tell you that this was the wrong episode number? Hmm, one second, scrolling down. No, good. We're all good there. It's just for some reason I've already given this episode a title that seems, sometimes you have to go with plan B, I think is from somewhere else. So wiping that out. Anyway, this episode is should be titled, uh, How Your Virtual Assistant Can Help You Be a Good Son. All right? So here's a story of a lovely lady who is bringing up three very lovely girls. This is, by the way, that right there, that, my friends, is why you should not record a podcast at 3.30 in the afternoon when you've been podcasting back-to-back, nonstop, all day long since 8.30 in the morning. Just saying. But if you can bear with me for just at least another 29 or 30 minutes, I will try to get us all through this navigated well. Anyway, Virtual Assistant Podcast, episode 29, how your virtual assistant can help you be a good son. At least in my story, uh, here's how things happened. Basically, my parents run an insurance agency, all right? And I used to work in that soul-sucking job as an insurance agent, and I hated it so much and finally was able to break free and start my own business in podcasting and new media, and and, uh, I absolutely love what I do now. And occasionally... I will get calls from my parents asking if I can help them out with things related to technology and all this other stuff. And um, things, you know, starting out, it was kind of cool because I didn't have a whole lot of business. But these days, I'm very busy with all the different things that I do. And sometimes when they call me with their different things that they need done, it's, it's a little bit of a hassle. So, um, I, I oftentimes will put things off and it's like, oh man, I just, I just need to do this for them. I just need to help them out. And there are a couple different things that have happened recently. Like for example, uh, a couple weeks ago, they needed to add a specific company to their lineup inside of their agency management software, this software package. There's a bunch of configurations and things that needed to happen. And I was just having a really difficult time working on getting hold of the single person that I needed to contact uh, at this insurance company. And of course, I left them my voicemail. And of course, I or I left them, or not left them my voicemail, I left them my phone number. And I actually t- left my phone number with a live human being. And I said, hey, I just want to let you know, when, you, when whoever it is that you're going to have call me, when they call me, I want you to know that they're probably going to end up getting my voicemail. And when they do, it's not going to say Jack Lilly Insurance. It's going to say 
you know, podcast answer man. It's it's not going to sound like it's anything insurance related at all. And they said, okay, I'll make sure to put all of that in the notes. And so, you know, it's two days later and I get a voicemail and it's somebody saying, hi, this is so-and-so from this company and uh, I think I dialed the wrong number. I, 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 Sorry to bother you. And I'm like, no, seriously? I've been waiting for two days for your call. I missed your call and now you're not going to leave your number where I can call you directly. And so I try to contact them again and I'm like, okay. I know this isn't for my business, but you know what? Andrea's my virtual assistant. She's there to assist me, okay? She's not there just to assist me with my own situation, you know, my own business. She's there She's she's there to help me with anything that I need help with. And so I asked Andrea, I said, hey, can you call this company and see if you can't work it out to where, you know, we can maybe schedule a time for the necessary person to call me at a certain day and time. And so she worked all of that stuff again. Uh, for, worked all that stuff out for me. And uh, that was cool. And then another thing that I've been meaning to do is I've been meaning to check out their internet connections over at the insurance agency. Uh, the issue being that, you know, their their speeds are just really slow. They're, they're on DSL. They've had DSL ever since DSL first came to our area. We were one of the very first people to get that service. And they've had the same modem since then. And uh, their speeds are right around just about one one megabyte, sometimes 1.3 megabytes down. And that's not too terrible bad, but if you're sharing that among, you know, three people in the office, uh, sometimes fourth person in the office, um, if you're sharing that with four people and you're all using uh, services that require you to connect via remote desktop to a, another city, s- servers that are in another city, well, you know, eating up that bandwidth can take a lot, especially when you're now downloading a lot of file attachments, sending a, file, a lot of file attachments. It just really bogs down the network. So I asked Andrea, I, I basically sent her a little note and I said, hey, here's here's a new project I want you to work on. And it's going to be a little out of the norm. But uh, I would like you to contact Cincinnati Bell, who services our phone, our phones over at the insurance agency or their phones at the insurance agency. And I'd like to to see what's available about possibly either troubleshooting or speeding up the the internet connectivity that they have there. Well, Andrea goes right to work for me, and she's got these mad phone skills. She calls up, she gets exactly to the right person, she takes down copious notes, so we know that she talked to Walter, and uh, Walter basically said, "Hey, you know, they're on tier one, and." Uh, you know, it's it's they should they're guaranteed to have 768 kilobytes down and you know so much up speed and and so that's their guarantee. But there is this tier, tier two service that's available on DSL, and if they get that, it's guaranteed guaranteed a minimum of eight megabytes down and up to ten megabytes per second down. And I'm like, wow. And 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 Walter told Andrea that that would be. $20 per month or $20 to add it to there. And I just assumed that our note for $20 meant $20 a month. So I called my parents up and said, Hey, you know, I, this is what I found out. And of course, you know, it's, it's what Andrea found out. And so they said, Oh, we'll definitely have them order that or go ahead and have that added to our service. So I picked up the phone or I actually asked Andrea on Skype. I said, Andrea, do you have the phone number? And she goes, yeah, this is the, this is where you need to call. So I called him up 
And I talked to the the Zoom Town people, and then they, as soon as they found out that I was calling on behalf of a business, they said, "Let me transfer you to the person you need to talk to in the business department." So I transferred over there, and I got on the phone and I said, "Hey, I, I need to talk about upgrading our service for the insurance agency here to uh, you know this this tier two class." And they're like, uh, "What's that?" And I'm like, "Oh, seriously? I thought this was all taken care of." So I got on the phone and I actually I said, you know, hey, my my assistant called earlier today. She had all this worked out. She talked with a guy named Walter. Well, they said, well, we have a Walter here. Can you hold for a minute? And I'm like, okay. And so I held for a few minutes. And finally, he comes back and says, hey, I talked to Walter. And he says he didn't talk to anybody. It's about no tier two. He has no idea what this is. Maybe he was a different department, blah, blah, blah. So I said, okay, well, thanks for your, I guess, maybe help. Uh, but, you know, anyway... I got off the phone with them, so I, I got on to Skype chat with uh, Andrea, and we did some instant messaging back and forth, and I explained to her what had happened. She goes, well, I did talk to somebody. It was it was actually in the support department, and right, bef- right after he told me about the pricing, he was ready to switch me over to the business department, but I told him, you know, not yet. I was just getting some research, and then I'll, you know, either I'll call back or they'll call back to add the service, and they said, okay, great. So I found out, you know, she knew who she was talking to. And she goes, would you like me to take care of this for you and see if I can't get the right person and have them call you? And I'm like, that would would be cool while I work on other things that are important to me. Uh, And so she basically used her mad skills and she called over to the same department she got through before and she got them to confirm that, yeah, the information that she got before was right. Uh, but then when she says it's, you know, it's a business and, and stuff, or I don't know what the exact conversation was, but here's the end result. The end result was this. When it all came down to it, they finally looked up the phone number for the insurance agency and said that, you know what, this tier two service is not available right in that area where they're at. And uh, so this, you know, eight megabytes per second guaranteed down is not available. Uh, in, in the area. And and so I don't know what happened. Normally, when you talk to customer service and they said they're not available, blah, 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 you normally is just like, well, I'm sorry, as long as you're getting 1.3, well, that's better than the 768 that we guarantee you, isn't it? You know, and, and, and normally that would just be the end of the call. But did Andrea settle for that answer? No. She's like, is there anything that can be done? I mean, she's like needling the Elm. I, 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 of course, I wasn't listening to the conversation, but I can just, I can only imagine what Andrea must have done while talking to the people at Cincinnati Bell to to get what she got. But what happened was is that she's like, okay, here's what I found out. Uh, it turns out that this is this tier two is not available in your service. Yes, your speeds are typical. In fact, they're better than average. But uh, you know, the the person I spoke to, here's his name. He actually went in and he was able to tweak some internal settings somewhere in the system and probably, you know, and of course I know that they can actually get right into the modem and they were able to adjust and tweak some things. And she says, uh, by within the next 10 minutes, your speed should double and and you should be getting somewhere between 2.5 and three megabytes per second down. And of course that's using the same tier, you know, the same service that you are now. He just tweaked some settings for you. He said they should be available in about five to 10 minutes. Well, last night I was out for a long walk and I stopped into the office and check things out, and lo and behold, I got on there, did a speed test, and guess what? My parents' insurance agency now is getting twice the bandwidth that they were before at no additional cost. And do you know how much of my time and energy it took? Well, it did take a little bit of my time and energy to, to call and actually say, hey, I want the extra service that you 
said was available, but now is not available when you find out what I call. But anyway, the thing is, is the end result is this. I maybe spent 10 or 15 minutes on the phone total. Andrea probably spent a total of maybe 30 or 45 minutes, you know, going back and forth between the two different phone calls. But the end result is this. My in, my parents' insurance agency will not have to increase their payments uh, at all for their service, but their bandwidth to the agency has been doubled. I think you talk about a total win-win, and this is just how basically me uh, having a virtual assistant has helped me to be a really cool son. So I just I just thought that that was a fun story that I wanted to share, and uh you know, my I, I shared last week, sometimes you have to go to plan two, sometimes you have to, you know, there might be technical limitations that are involved in all this other stuff and, and, and things. You know, it's like, you know what, my virtual assistant may not have super ultra high broadband speed internet connectivity, but my virtual assistant has superpowers that will trump people's high internet bandwidth. So I just want to say that I am still very much loving the fact that I have Andrea and and really just because, you know, we haven't worked it out to do that one thing that I had hoped to do, there are still so many services and I've not even tapped into all of the potential that Andrea has to offer to me. And so I just want to remind you guys when you have a virtual assistant, don't just think that this is only available for you and your your business there she can your he or she your assistant could probably help you out in a multitude of other ways and that's one of the things that I like about Andrea uh, I think I'm probably mentioned this the other day uh, and I'm not and if I did I apologize I'm starting to feel like I'm I'm forgetting a lot of things these days but anyway um, just last week or the week before I had Andrea schedule or not schedule but uh, do reservations for a hotel. And uh, and for dinner for my wife and I on Saturday, November 6th, that evening, my wife and I are going out on a date and Andrea did schedule all that stuff for me. And and, uh, you know, that's not related to my business. But, you know, does she care? No, she's like happy to do things. Whatever makes my life easier is what Andrea knows that that that's what she desires to do for me. And and I just want to say it's really cool to have that kind of help. Um you know, not just the business stuff, but but to have a personal assistant that cares about all aspects of the things that you need to get done. Alrighty, I got a comment uh, on last week's episode on the show notes. Uh, I just want to say thank you to Sean who wrote in and said, uh, this is Sean Clark, says, really enjoyed this episode, gave me some things to think about, and I'm amazed at how cost-effective using VAs could be. Dean really has taken it to the next level and although I have made, I have read the four-hour work week, which covers some of these principles, hearing how Dean has put them into action is just amazing. We'll be subscribing to the to his podcast too. Very, very cool. All right, guest number eight sixty-four in the chat room saying is saying, uh, so how do those personal tasks uh, she does affect your taxes? Uh, they don't affect my taxes at all. Um, I'm not exactly sure if I understand how they. your question would assume that they do affect my taxes. So the situation here is that I am not taxed on the services. So basically, um, Andrea and, and virtual assistants overall are not employees. So the whole idea here is that I don't have to pay 
Social Security. I don't have to pay Medicare. I don't have to pay unemployment taxes. None of that stuff. Um, Andrea is, um, uh, oh, it, because it's a business expense. I see what you're saying. Um, well, I don't know. That That's a good question. I never really thought about that. Hmm. Uh, I don't think it's really that big deal if big of a deal if um, she creates a if she's using her time to create um, a you know to use some of her time to create a reservation for my business. Although I guess I could say that having her do that was an example of what a virtual assistant could do, and so therefore the experimentation was a business expense for the virtual assistant podcast research. Hmm. Interesting, but anyway, that's a that's a good question. I never thought about that. Um, uh, ask your CPA to be safe. Yeah, but the thing is, though, is, is most things are related to my business, and of course, technically speaking, um, you know, my service to the insurance agency is is a part of my business. So I actually uh, sometimes will find myself invoicing the insurance agency for the the work that I do. So. Anyway, how would it be different from a real-life assistant making reservations for dinner or dealing with dry cleaning, etc.? Yeah, I, I guess it, it, it's not a whole lot different there, is it? I guess it's impo- it's possible to have a virtual assistant. Although I will say, for workers' comp, um, there could be some. There are some differences between if your employee is doing something for you that's work-related or personal-related. So. Uh, if you send your employee out of your local business to go and uh, pick up like a package from the 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 most the post office, let's say, or to drop something off at the post office, if they have a an accident on the way there, doing something out of the way, then the workers comp would cover that. But if maybe if they were just going to pick you up lunch on the way back. Uh, or, you know, they were just going to, you know, they were on their way out to lunch and they were just going to bring you back lunch. That's technically not workers comp. So I guess there are some some things there to think about. But, uh, you know, as far as the taxing purposes, I'm certain that, that that's not really going to come up and and stuff like that. But uh, I guess maybe if you had a lot of personal things, maybe it's something you would want to talk to your CPA about. Hmm. Unless picking up lunch was a part of the job, yes. Yeah, there, there's a lot of nuances to that. So, so for example, if if you were if if you were having an I I, I know a lot about workers comp. I just don't know a lot about taxes. Um, but I do know what's covered under workers comp and what's not covered under workers comp. So, if you you ask your your employee to go get lunch and bring it back because we're provide you know the the office is having a a lunch party at the place. Anything that's on behalf of the business, that's fine. But if it's personal, if if they're just doing you a favor, uh, the employee, then workers' comp does not cover. So, but insurance and taxes are two different things. So you, I, I think the best advice is is if you have questions about that kind of stuff, do ask your CPA. Alrighty, um, let's see. So we got that. Oh, by the way, I want to mention a, a friend of mine. If you guys are uh, interested, I have a friend of mine who is doing a webinar that's coming up on November 11th. It's all about mind mapping. Now, mind mapping is a great way to put your, from what I understand, is a great way to take thoughts that you have in your head and, and it's about it's a great way to start planning things out. Like, for example, if you want to create an ebook, for example, 
mind mapping is a great way to, from what I understand, is to to kind of get all your thoughts onto this this written out documentation that um, um, that helps you to to organize thoughts into linear thought. Uh, any, I, I have a hard time explaining it. I, to be honest with you, it's a lot more, in my mind, it's a lot more abstract than the way that I think. I like thinking of things in outlines, linear outlines, and my, mind mapping is is just, it just seems, when I look at it, I it's almost like going to the art uh, gallery and seeing an abstract painting and somebody saying, hey, that's a painting of this. And I'm like, oh, really? Because I would have never got that. But, uh, you know, mind mapping to me just looks like a ton of words all over the place. And sure, I can see that they're connected and that they're, you know, that they there's certainly relation to those. But, man, it, it, it sure would be nice if somebody would just clean all that up and put it in a nice outline, uh, you know, with bold print and then, you know, uh, bulleted lines and then sub bullets and 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 stuff like it, I, I'm such an outline linear thinker. But uh, if if you are interested in learning how to become more effective at mind mapping, and uh, and creating projects and stuff like that for your business, uh, a friend of mine, his name is Jay Carter. He's doing a webinar again. It is on Thursday, November 11th. And if you want more details, you can go to gspn.tv/mindmaptraining. Again, that's mindmaptraining, and you can use promo code GSPN and get 10% off. So uh, check that out. And then uh, what was the other thing I was going to share with you uh, here is I wanted to, uh, you know what, we're going to turn to the voicemail first. We got a voicemail from Brent Green, and then we'll go on to the next thing. Hi, Cliff. This is Brent Green with PursuingMeaningfulWork.com. Just leaving feedback for your virtual assistant podcast. Really enjoyed last week's episode hearing you talk about your VA and the possibility of actually adding another VA. Just want to say a big uh, support for that, actually. We we hired a virtual assistant in the Philippines a while back. His name is Jeffrey, and he's done a fantastic job for us, and all the Filipinos that I've uh, worked with have been fantastic to uh, work with. So uh, we know Andrea is fantastic, and uh, there are limitations to technology and stuff. We've had uh, that limitation with one of our VAs as well. We've actually got two in the Philippines that work with us now, but uh, there's ways around that as well. We actually upgraded his internet connection to a faster speed so he'd be able to upload podcasts for us as well. Hey, looking forward to your uh, webinar coming up on the thesis theme, and uh, look forward to hearing next week's episode. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. All right, Brent, thank you so much. Um, and and yeah, I almost forgot to tell you, at no, uh, Saturday, November 6th, I am doing a a webinar on uh, the thesis theme, showing you how you can take any you know default WordPress site and turn it into something that looks just like the virtualassistantpodcast.com website. So go over to virtualassistantpodcast.com and if you want to learn how you can use thesis theme to to turn it into something that looks like that, the layout, how I do that, I'm going to show you step by step. Now I will say that thesis is a premium theme that it is a, it, it, that means it is a paid for theme that you have to pay for. Uh, and the webinar that I'm doing is $39, and um, the best way to sign up for that, I'm going to just tell you, head over to podcastanswerman.com, and there's a banner on the right-hand side of the menu. Again, that's podcastanswerman.com, and there's a banner on the right-hand side to sign up for that. 
Alrighty, and uh, let's see here. Moving along. Oh, last week, remember we did uh, the interview with Dean Soto, and he talked about uh, the service Many Moon, M-A-N-Y-M-O-O-N.com. I wanted to let you know that I have been checking this service out, and I have uh, signed up for a free account just to play around with it. I set up the... Um, the telephone service. Matter of fact, let me just go real quick to manymoon.com, manymoon.com. And I have two projects that I've been working and I assigned Andrea to help me with the project. I signed tasks to her inside the service. Uh, one, actually, one is actually, she, she set up the initial page to um, create the reservation, the RSVP page for the thesis configuration webinar. Uh, so she got that set up and then I went in and, and finished it off the way that I wanted it to look. And then also the Lily Insurance internet connectivity issues. I We used uh, ManyMoon to communicate with one another on that. Now, I wanna say my first impressions are uh, pretty underwhelming. I'm not all that excited about it. Uh, the The looks of it is just, it just doesn't seem like it's organized as the way that I would want it. I'm not giving up on it yet. Um, it it looks like it might have potential. There's enough people that, like I said, that, that have used it and they're absolutely loving it. And uh, it, one of the things I'm going to encourage you to do, and this is something that I hope to have time to do this weekend, uh, if you go to manymoon.com and then click the help button, all right, and again, you just click on help, and it's going to pull up a little thing, and there's a thing that says, take a look at our how-to videos, and if you click the how-to videos, it, let me just see here, there's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19 video tutorials, 19 video tutorials. And so I plan on going through and and giving it a chance to actually train and educate myself on how to do this. And if I decide this is something I want to do, then I'll probably have Andrea go through and watch the videos. And um, I may end up using this service and paying for it. That's exactly what um, Dean said last week. He says, you know, sometimes is you know, he gets a new virtual assistant and they have a hard time wrapping their mind around it. And he basically just says, hey, with some of your time, I want you to go to this site and watch these videos and uh, you'll be able to catch up real quick. And he says it works. And so I'm taking his advice on it and I'm checking out ManyMoon, ManyMoon.com for project and task management. So uh, when, when you're collaborating with other people. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll keep you updated, let you know how that goes. Okay, so the next topic that I want to talk about is how to get your, how to use your VA to get free stuff, or at least how I have. Uh, <laughs> that may sound a little shady, but let me explain to you what I'm talking about. Now, I have a lot of podcasts that I produce. If you're not aware of this, uh, head over to gspn.tv slash shows. And I do a show called Business Tech Weekly where we review web apps, kind of like, you know, Many Moon. You know, I, we have a show called Business Tech Weekly. And if I end up liking this thing, I'm going to be doing a full review of it over on Business Tech Weekly. Um, I also have a show called Help, I Got a Mac. And we talk about iPhone applications, iPad applications. We can talk about Macintosh computer applications like Text Expander and, and all this other wonderful stuff. 
So um, one of the things that I did is I came across an application that I wanted to take a look at, but I wasn't sure I wanted to pay $20 for Quick Office Mobile. And I'm like, seriously, $20 for Quick Office Mobile? Uh, and I wasn't sure if it was going to be able to do what I needed it to do. And here's what I did. I actually just sent Andrea an email and said, hey, here's a link to this to this website about this product that's available as an iPad application. I would like you to, con- would you do me a favor and would you please contact the developers and let them know that I want to be able, I want to, I'm actually thinking about doing a review of their iPad application and I would like to know if I could get a free demo version or a, a, a redemption code so that I can download a free version for review. And, uh, you know, it, and basically that's all I had to do. And Andrea said, sure. And she wrote me a note saying, hey, I just want to let you know I, I submitted this through the contact form. And as soon as I hear back, I'll let you know. And uh, it was, I think it was either the next day or the or two days later, she sent me a note saying, hey, here's an email uh, showing you the communication I've had back and forth with them. And by the way, here's your code uh, that they provided. And I, I mean, I'm serious. I, I'm like, it's, it's a $20 piece of software. And within two days, all I did was send one email to my assistant and told her what I wanted to accomplish. I wanted a free version of QuickOffice so that I could review it for my podcast. And I basically, within two days, had an email with a code. I opened up iTunes on or the App Store on my iPad, typed in that redemption code from the email, and boom, I've got this $20 piece of software. And yeah, I reviewed it, talked about it on my podcast, and after I was done, I asked uh, in the show notes, I put a little personal note to Andrea, Andrea, please send a link to this podcast episode to QuickOffice and tell them I said thank you for allowing me to review their product. And uh, so total win-win. They, I'm certain, there's no doubt in my mind that they actually sold many copies of that application as a result. $20 a piece uh, of, of that. I didn't sign up for an affiliate or anything like that. I just wanted I just wanted to check it out. And guess what? Turns out that Quick Office Mobile is a... And, and let me see. By the way, I'm going to... And, and, and here's the thing. This is why it, it's good for them to give it to me for free. Because I guarantee I wasn't going to pay $20 just to test it out. Because uh, it, it appeared to be just for... Uh, it appeared that it was going to be just for... Uh, Microsoft documents, but no, it works great with uh, Google. Uh, give me one second here. I'm pulling this up. Um, yeah, there we go. Um, it works. It works great with your all of your Google Docs, uh, and it works great with Dropbox. Um, and and so I'm I'm very happy with what I found. And uh, so so yeah, because of that, they're they're getting a lot of exposure. Anyway, Quick Office Connect mobile suite for iPad. That's the dot. That's the application that I have, but uh, it's twenty dollar piece of software, and now I have it. It's mine, and I do get to keep it, and I am using it in my business. So it was a total win for them and a total win for me. And you know, the whole idea here is that you know, all I did was send an email to Andrea and say, you know, I'm wondering if they would be willing to give me a free version of the software. In exchange, I will review it with my honest thoughts on my podcast. And yeah, it was a no-brainer. So guess what I need to do? I need to say anytime, I need to sit down and look at other things I want to review. And because I have these podcasts, and I know many of you who are listening to me, because a lot of you are listening to me as a result of hearing me talk about this on podcastanswerman.com, 
well, do you have products or services that you could review that would be definitely right on target for your audience of your podcast? Well, guess what? If you had a virtual assistant, you could probably say, hey, you know what? I would really like to, to you know, test out those brand new golf clubs for my my golf digest uh, podcast that I do. Um, or, you know, I, I, let's, I'm trying to think of another blogger. Um, anyway, you, you, whatever your blog is, you, there's probably products or services that'd be perfect for your audience. And if you have a virtual assistant, of course you could do this yourself, but the whole idea is that you don't have to, you don't have to think of the, the words to say, the words to share. You just say, Hey, this is my overall goal. This is what I want to do. And your virtual assistant, if they're great, it, it, it's wonderful. To, to just, you know, it's like, boom. I, it's like, hey, it would be nice if I could do this. And it's like, oh, let me tell Andrea that that's a desire of mine. And it's kind of like she wiggles her nose and boom, it happens. I, I love it. that I love having a virtual assistant. Now, not everything's going to be that cool, but some things are. And my friends, that is this week's journey. This is this, is this week's journey of, uh, of my own... Uh, life and of course I, I tell you what next week I, I definitely need to get more sleep or I need to take more of a break or something because I my mind is all over the place right now it's racing hopefully this has been a valuable episode um, if you want to ask questions for future episodes I'd love to get them seriously I would love to get your questions for the virtual assistant podcast give us a call 859 859- Seven nine five four zero six seven. Again, that phone number is eight five nine seven nine five four zero six seven. I want to say a special thank you to Contemporary VA for sponsoring this podcast. This podcast would not happen week after week if it were not for them. Head over to virtualassistantpodcast.com. There's a link to their website, Contemporary VA. They rock. Talk to you later.